The Why Me Project, an exclusive presentation of Faith Strong Today. It's the good, the not so bad, and the mediocre of 2022 for the Why Me Project podcast. If you ever listen to The Spin with me and Johnny, we used to do this recap every year. We've not done it for a while because, well, I moved away, uh, life got got busy, but I'm excited because there were so many incredible guests this year. It's always, I think, healthy and good to reflect on your experiences and who you spoke with. It's also amazing to see that people have said yes to our <laughs> podcast. I know, right? We're still surprised every time. We're like, oh, this person was on. This person was on. We're like, yeah, I know. We still owe them $5. Yeah. Signs we might have low self-esteem. <laughs> yeah. I think before we kick off the whole, I mean, let's just say this. We started a YouTube channel yes. this year. We've, we've been trying to do more social media wise. Trying is the operative word. Yeah. And we've had our, our takeaways, I guess. I mean, it's just good to reflect. I think yeah. maybe that should have been my word of 2022, reflect, but it wasn't. Before we get into it, so one of the guests that we had a chance to talk to in 2021 was Chuck Ely. And I think it'd be kind of cool, looking back a little bit as to there's a celebration that uh, needs to be had. Yeah, kind of in the last quarter of this year, 2022, we had a chance to see images of him in Vegas as he was yeah. finally honored and inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame in the U.S. It was incredible. His children have been championing him for years and friends and people in the industry championing him as uh, a guy who needs to be in this. His his um successes they needed to be recognized and so it happened and his children surprised him in vegas a yeah. beautiful moment for the entire family so we kick off 2022 in the good the not so bad and the mediocre of the why me project podcast yeah and uh, our very first guest we went international we went to australia we went down under yes and what was bad about the interview was our pronunciation of our guest last name if it takes her three months <laughs> to figure it out, I think that we get a pass on that. I think so. It was uh, Chivarati? Jackie Chivarati. The vulnerability of our guests this year has been wonderful, bar hmm. none. And sometimes you get the best uh, vulnerability and, you know, just uh, transparent conversations with your friends. And this past year, we had quite a few friends join us on the Wimey Project. No, uh, J.D. Hunter had a yeah. chance to talk with him. It's it's interesting, too, because you're never sure when it comes to having a close relationship, how much you'll actually get out of mm -hmm. the individuals that you know very well. Yeah, but they delivered and they shared their heart in a beautiful way. Uh, Scotty Fitzsimmons, uh, Dave Campbell, Lori Hartsorn. Yes, I'm so excited as well because I... Uh, was able to sit in the co-chair while she was in the, the main host chair for 700 Club a couple times in 2022. And I will be back again to kick things off in the new year, the week of the 17th to the 16th of January. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's, it's kind of like the one-year celebration of you guys. Yeah. They, they, they allowed me back. <laughs> you know you've done something well when they say, okay, Holly, come back. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, right? <laughs> Well, should we maybe take a moment and let's uh, dive into and let's hear uh, Lori's why me moment. Well, the why me big moment for me was why me having three 
all three of my kids at the same time running from God. Like, did I deserve this? Like, mm. what the heck? Like, was I, you know, where wasn't I the good Christian? Like, shouldn't bad things and this happened to bad families and, you know, all that stuff. Like oh. that was the biggest why me. I just struggled. I went through some, and I understand parents angst and under, just questioning God, no matter whether you got prodigal kids or you're just struggling with family issues, like why me? And you feel like you failed and you feel like that has, you know, um, or you don't deserve it. I was mad at God. I was ticked off. Like here I am serving you faithfully. And this is what's happening. Um, a very big why me moment. Yeah. In our conversation with Lori, I said, get a book out there. So let's, let's see what happens. Maybe 2023 is her year. How many notes do you really have after speaking with some of our guests? I actually have notes. I think they have such incredible jewels of wisdom that they have imparted Hmm. to us. I feel like I'm wiser because of our guests. Our guests are doing so much. And then in turn, it makes me feel like, oh, yeah, I've done a lot with them, even though I really haven't done anything with them. (laughs) I know. Or I walk away thinking, what have I done with my life? How many times have we said that? I mean, okay, so let's look at just February alone. Uh, We talked with Terrence Lester. Yeah. um, Man from Atlanta. He loved Beyond Walls. He just, what he's doing in Atlanta, some of the things with the museum, some of the other things that he's doing is just like, wow, this guy is incredible. And his story is amazing. And then this year was a tough year for him. Uh, He's doing so much. And then uh, if you follow him on Instagram, his family shared the fact that he was in a really severe car accident. In May, uh, him and his wife were in a horrific accident after he was getting an award that night. Yeah. Um, at I am Lester on the Insta, as Holly had mentioned. Do you mind if I just take a moment and just read his post? Yeah, for sure. Two days ago, after receiving an award, my wife and I were in an almost near fatal accident being hit by a car. We were both rushed to the hospital. They say I hit the windshield, broken bones in my face, and crushed my hip. I'm now able to move some. I'm grateful God spared our lives. My wife and I were admitted into the hospital, and she sustained several injuries and fractured her foot. Last night, we finally saw each other for the first time since the accident. I will keep you updated on recovery. And since then, he has worked hard on the recovery room, physiotherapy, and uh, getting mobility back slowly but surely. Hard to believe that March was the very first guest that we had that was a musical guest. When we first started this, a lot of our guests were musical guests. We had, think of all the uh, people from Dan Bremnis year one. And it it seemed like we had all of our musical friends. And it's we've kind of gone away from we have a variety of guests. It really is a salad. (laughs) It's amazing. It's all the incredible stories and the the vocations are authors and TV hosts and the Hollywood oh. stars and yes, a few musicians sprinkled in. Oh, I see what you did yeah. there, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jesse Sprinkle, a, a man who I've I mean grew up listening to him and his brother, and we finally after it was what six weeks or seven weeks that we were able to sit down and have a really great conversation and hear from Jesse and his Wyme moment. I have an immediate mountaintop. So when I was talking earlier about just kind of going with the first thing that you think of, um, I have, it was a mountaintop. I have years of valley moments. I wouldn't even know where to really, (laughs) the the valley would be like, why did I do music? Um, 
everybody in music is difficult and that's more of just a process or whatever but it the the good whammy moment is i've i've pinched myself physically and emotionally in 08 i was asked to go on a short-term missions trip to east africa and it was at a time where you know some people would be like well i'll pray about you know it's like nope sometimes you don't need to like ask whether you should uh, pray about you know running somebody over with your car you just know you shouldn't do it, <laughs> you shouldn't do it. um so <laughs> I just was like, it felt like I got to do something with my life right now. Um, so I went to Uganda and ended up going every year, sometimes twice a year. Wow. So I've been there eight times and just fell in love with the people there. It wasn't, I mean, sure. There's this mix of like, sir, you're being helpful and you're helping and you know, you love being somewhere new, all this sort of stuff. But I just, I just fell in love with that country and it was difficult for me to not be there for a while. You had mentioned Hollywood. You had mentioned actors and actresses. Uh, we did go Hollywood this year. We did with a bang. It was amazing. I, for the first time, was starstruck. <laughs> I was so nervous that I would say something not smart, like I just did it right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it, it turned out okay. We had a great conversation. And you're talking about Mark Wahlberg. Of course. Yeah, the one, the only Mark Wahlberg. Yes. And even for, I would say, our other interview we did in September with Kirk Cameron. Don't spoil it. Oh, I'm so sorry. I just, I'm so excited. Go back and listen to the Father Stu Mark Wahlberg episode because we, Mark wasn't just our only guest for that year or yeah. for that episode. Uh, Rosalind Ross and uh, Teresa Ruiz were both also our guests on that episode as we were talking about the upcoming movie and Father Stu. I think it was our first episode in a while, for sure, for 2022, maybe our only, where we had a chance to speak with three individuals, uh, briefly hear their stories and their whammy moments. But we wanted to just take that time and hear, because you only got a couple minutes with them all, uh, we wanted to just give you Mark Wahlberg. Our podcast is called Why Me Project, where often our guests will share about the hills or valleys in their lives. And just taking a look at Father Stu, he had lots of hills, lots of valleys. Mm -hmm. What kind of encouragement would you give to our listeners um, based on his life to navigate some of those hardships? Based on his life, my life, there isn't anything you can't accomplish if you're willing to do the work. Believe in yourself. Um, and you know what, when you're doing good things, good things will happen. So I'm living proof of that. And Stu was, was, was the epitome of that. And so we're rooting for you, uh, go out there and make it happen. And Stu and this movie will help you, especially when you're dealing with the, the uncertainty that we're living in right now. So many, we've all experienced so much loss, um, and so much difficulty and faced with so much adversity yet together, we can come out of this on the other side, stronger and united, and we can actually bring people together. This, there's been so much divide lately. This movie really is about not turning our backs on people, no matter what, we're not giving up. And we're, we're, we're not letting people know that we support them. We love them. We accept them for who they are. And we're going to encourage them to be the best versions of themselves and challenge them to do a little bit better. Mark, we appreciate you. Thank you for uh, taking some time and sharing your heart today. God bless you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. We roll into May with another good friend of ours, somebody that we've known for 20 years. It was hard to believe uh, Bill Scott. He was such a role model, I think, for both of us. He had... 
uh, cool, hit music in the time where you would have that list of if you like this mainstream artist, you'll like this Christian artist. And he just had such a heart for those who are listening to his program and a heart for the youth. One of the reasons why I got into Christian radio was because of a guy like Bill Scott. And he's still doing incredible works supporting people with his skills and talents that God has given him. Speaking of skills and talents that uh, God has given, we also had in May Kechi Okuchi. And her story was uh, phenomenal from a plane crash to being one of the only two survivors. Uh, And we were pretty sure that she would have an amazing story. She absolutely did. And to see how she went through such a traumatic situation, but how God has used her to bless others is amazing. Hard to believe we are halfway through 2022 with the good, the not so bad, and the mediocre of the Wimey Project podcast. No mediocre, though. Well, I think we're the mediocre. Okay, yeah, we're the mediocre. That's kind of how I looked at it. We're always, we're blessed that they say yes. I mean, thank you for hanging out with us is how we look at it. Yeah, a hundred percent. In the midst of June, we we kick off 2022 going international, and yet we go international again to Israel. We do. Yael is an incredible inspiration. I so loved our conversation with her. There were a few times that that going to that, I think like even just saying it, why me? Like that's such a vulnerable, um, uh, I I mean, even like it's so uncomfortable for me because it's even like a victimhood kind of, right? Like Mm -hmm. why me? Why me? Why me? And and I, I, I try to never be in that place. But the truth is it describes that moment when I got the phone call that my father died perfectly. Why? Why me? Really, God, why me? I can't handle this. I can't handle losing my father, being alone in Israel, who's my only family member in Israel, having no other family in Israel, and taking on the reins of this huge ministry that's saving lives. Why me? I can't do that. And I think that it was, um, I had the seven days of mourning that you have where I said, I'm not thinking at all about work. I'm going to only mourn my father. I'm not mourning the president of the organization. I'm not mourning the person who I worked with. I'm not mourning my boss. I'm mourning my father. That's it, period. And I'm not wearing the hat of anything fellowship, only the daughter. And for those seven days, I was really present in that loss and mourning and identity. But then as soon as I got up after those seven days, I said, I'm I'm called to do this. Amazing again to hear from Yael Eckstein. She is the president and CEO of the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews and was one of our international friends for the Why Me Project for this year. Yes. And then the year just kept getting more and more exciting. Why don't we take a moment here then, Holly? And I mean, we've had amazing guests. We've already heard from amazing guests. We have more to come. Did you have can you put into a a top five, a top three? Not necessarily are they the best of the, but it's just ones that maybe you got something out of. Yes, I can totally do that. I can't okay. just pick one, so I'm glad you said three. I might okay. I might have to do four or five. Um, Troya Butcher. Okay, she, she was ta- she was also about, in June. Yeah, talking about grief, yeah. and it was I think one or two weeks after the school shooting in Uvalde in Texas. Yeah. And she was actually working with the families there. And it's honestly heartbreaking. 
Her work is constantly dealing with individuals who are going through grief, and yet she has such joy. Mm. But it's authentic. It's not that fake joy that you put on when you're trying to make other people feel better. She is in the grief pocket with them and gives hope based on her faith. There's two truths about grief that I learned, and again, walking through this journey. Um, one is that grief is as different as the person's DNA. So no two people are going to grieve the same, ever. Some people will be very stoic, and they'll, they'll just take it on the chest and keep it moving. Others will just be a mess. Then it, adds, it depends on who the person is in relationship you have with the person who is dying and or the thing that you're losing. I keep saying the person who's dying, but a thing that you, that you have lost um, and how you're attached to that. And then the other part, which really angered me when I when I got into this grief world, was, um, spoiler alert, I say it all the time, grief never goes away because there's always going to be something to remind you of that thing, person, or place that you have lost. It's the good, the not so bad, and the mediocre of 2022 on the Why Me Project. Myself and Holly going through some of our amazing guests. Your top three, your top five. I don't, can you put into words all of the guests as which ones were maybe some of your favorite. Yeah. So we just heard Troy, uh, my other favorites, if I can do that. It's like picking a child. This feels horrible. Um, Tori Hine. Yeah. Okay. That was July. And Peter Mitsubazi, because I heard his story a couple years ago. Yeah. I think it was. I'm, I'm trying to think of when I first heard it. And I just thought his love for children, for those who – we're in the foster care system was amazing. Like it's not often that you see a single dad who is of African descent, literally fostering multiple children. And here, this is yeah. his calling, his life. He loves these children so much and giving them a, a brighter future because of his love. You touched on Troy in June, Tori in July. If you would have said Alex, in uh, August, then I think we would have kind of touched each and every month leading yes. up to September. And Alex is lovely too. See, this is terrible. This is like picking a favorite child, which I don't Alex have. Alex Sengiamani, uh, Operation Christmas Child. Mm -hmm. uh, his story is, is quite incredible. That's why we say it's, you, you go through and you just hear, okay, yeah, no, there was this, oh, what about this guest? Yeah. What about this guest? Uh, we we talked Peter uh, Mutabazi in September, which also leads to our next Hollywood guest, and you had mentioned him earlier in Kirk Cameron. Yeah. Oh, my word. My childhood self was so excited. I mean, Kirk Cameron, growing pains. What? <laughs> so we talk with Mark Wahlberg as he is uh, talking about Father Stu. Then we get Kirk Cameron, who is talking about Lifemark film, one of the uh, many films that it, it seems as though the future of movies in the Christian industry are getting better and better. Absolutely. People are taking the time, the effort to write incredible stories, uh, bringing in phenomenally talented actors, and yeah. they are telling real life stories. So glad that we had a chance to talk with Kirk and uh, hear his Why Me moment. I've been thinking about this during our whole interview and, <laughs> you know, I, I, I almost feel a little uncomfortable answering it because I'm, I'm looking for a why me moment that uh, describes my despair. Why me? Why, why did this have to happen to me? Some bad thing. And to be honest with you, um, for whatever reason, I've experienced the loss of a very good friend, uh, family members. Um, but for the most part, 
my life has been filled with health and blessing. So I guess what I want to say is why me tends to be a description of my sense of gratitude for things. Why did I, why me on growing pains? Why, why me? You know, why, why my sister? Why, how, how in the world and what are the chances that two kids growing up in the same family would be on hit sitcoms in, in the 1980s and 90s? I mean, that's just a fluke. Why? Why us? Um, I tend to think when I read the Bible that to whom much is given, much is required. And so I think, well, perhaps there's something required and I want to, I, I want to live up to that expectation as someone who's been a role model for kids who watched Growing Pains and the other projects that I had a chance to be a part of, I want to be a man of integrity. I want to be faithful to my wife. I want to be a dad who stays and loves and uh, does life together with his kids. Uh, I want to be about good things. I want to do the right thing over the long haul. I want to fight the good fight. I want to finish the race. I want to hear, well done. From Kirk Cameron, the, the man behind You've Been Left Behind... <laughs> <laughs> Where'd ever to go? To the woman who plays the character that lost Jesus. Hmm. Yes, the Mother Mary, Vanessa Benavente, chosen. Season three was coming yeah. out in November, and oh. we had the wonderful privilege of spending 30 minutes with her talking about her life and her whimy moment and what it was like to play the Mother Mary. Unbelievable as to what was an idea three years ago to where it is right now. Yeah. And that also goes just to show the quality of mm. storytelling and telling stories about Jesus and faith-based stories. And for someone who grew up in the 80s, you know, our <laughs> the picture of Jesus was, you know, the white guy, blonde hair, blue eyes, wearing that white garment and the blue sash. Yeah. <laughs> and so... To see a show so dedicated to being real and authentic is very encouraging. And that's what I love about our guests, too, is that we have a chance to hear from them as they are being real and authentic and to hear their whimy moments like we did with Vanessa. I think this is definitely the, the, the biggest whimy in my life right now. At the same time that I, of course, love what I do, and you, you always hope that your work will be cherished and, and 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 seen. On the other hand, it's also such a gift what this show is doing for people that I feel sometimes it's like, am I up to the challenge to really inspire people when I'm not on set, when I'm not doing that particular work, right? Because right now, the world that we live nowadays uh, with social media you're kind of expected to not only be the actor, but also have a persona outside mm. of the acting that kind of matches or at least goes to, goes along with what you're doing, right? So sometimes I go like, well, am I am I the right person for this? Or am I the right uh, uh, person to, to inspire so many people? And I hope I am because, you know, there's so many people out there that are just so loving and, and so supportive of us. I guess that kind of leads us to the end of November and into December, which I know definitely was one of the guests that we had that you were a huge fan of. Big takeaways from Dr. Lucretia Berry. I so enjoyed our conversation because it is not often that I have a conversation with somebody of mixed ethnicity. And sure. it's good for me in my journey just to 
have dialogue and to hear how other people are approaching this particular blessing, I want to say, you know, being able to represent multiple cultures and how do you navigate life? And then how do you teach your children to navigate life? And what kind of advice can we give to our children of mixed race that are maybe feeling like they're straddling cultural lines? A conversation, like we say, that's needed, a conversation that we're glad that we had and a conversation where we're able to grow from it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she had such great perspective. I definitely took notes. Which leads us into December, and we've had uh, the last three weeks uh, some incredible guests. We're looking into 2023 with more amazing guests, uh, topics, conversations, difficult conversations, conversations that are needed. We talk with Becky Keefe. We talk with Mark Barrett, Roxanne Harris, and that rounds out our 2022. What was interesting about our December this year was it really wasn't focused on the joy and the sparkle of Christmas. Mm. Uh, Each guest really brought some real to the season and shedding some light on some of the valleys that so many of our friends, um, people that we know, our coworkers will experience. you know, Pastor Mark talked about suicide. Yeah. And we literally released that episode the day we found out about Stephen Twitch Boss and mm. his suicide. And so it was very interesting. Got some really great messages. So thank you for sharing your hearts with us and how Mark's words encouraged you um, in whatever situation you find yourself in. We, we're going to kick off the new year and January the 16th is the most depressing day of the year. So we're going to talk about more about mental health and more about uh, having conversations, difficult conversations. And so that's kind of where we are in the sense that we understand that there are people who have those hills and valley moments that they're asking God that question. Why me? Why are, why are you using me in this situation? Or why am I having to go through this? But it's also dealing with underlying topics on we realize and recognize that people are dealing with things. And we, you and I, want to make sure that we talk about those things. Yeah, because in the midst of the valley that you are in, there is still hope. Yeah, amen to that. Thank you to everybody who listens, who downloads, who subscribes. We should really take some time and just kind of highlight those things so then people can go and start subscribing and following us on all of those, Holly. Well, create a checklist. Are you following us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook? Oh, have you subscribed to our YouTube channel? Please do. All the four of you who have, thank you so much. (laughs) I think one of them is my mom. Uh, You can reach out to us on email, whymeprojectatoutlook.com. On the socials, you can send us DMs and also people who have sent in messages saying, you need to talk to this person. We take those suggestions and we try to get the guests that you want to hear on the Why Me Project. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for journeying with us over the past couple of years. And here's to our 2023. Happy New Year. (laughs) 